to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming tonight. We are thrilled to be here with Harris Lumberg, Mr. Johnny Whittacombe, and Larry Brown.
Lester Harris Lambert, John Whittacombe, Larry Brown on the drums. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. It's our pleasure, Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. I, I haven't know. heard that yeah. name for a few years. As you can tell, we, there's a little history. Uh, John, John and I, have, we have all known each other for a long time. It's John Whittacombe on the bass there. We used to play together in Holy Cats, a band with Tom Wasselchuk. And uh, the Harris Lemberg Trio also. What was the place that was a regular gig? Le Bistro out on Dana Road. Which is now, I think, it's a hospital. It's a health <laughs> UW place, Health. Right? Yeah, UW I think Health. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or it's a mortuary or something. <laughs> yeah. I, it felt like it was there. Yeah. <laughs> saw some strange smoke coming out of it. <laughs> it's very strange smoke. Uh, it's medicinal, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, now, Harris, you can, if you want to find out more about Harris Lemberg, uh, go to harissimo.com. It's H-A-R-R-I-S-S-I-M-O, harissimo.com. Mr. Johnny Whittacombe, you might recognize the name and the voice and the bass from Piper Road Spring Van. That's www.piperroadwith2rs.com <laughs> because if you only have one R, you get Pipe Road and you learn oh. about a trucking company. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Really? Hyper uh, uh, yeah. right. uh, These two, we were talking before the show, and it's like, when did we all meet? When did everybody meet? Well, John, Johnny and, uh, and Harris, you figured out you met in 1986? 1986. At a computer job. <laughs> no, no, that's not completely oh. accurate. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. We, no, we, I, was, I was playing, I was doing solo piano at Le Bistro. Okay. And... And I muscled my way in as a bass player. Yeah, Johnny's his first wife, <laughs> and it's also his only wife. Yes, right. But um, <laughs> Vicky worked for uh, the Livesey company that owned the restaurant, and uh, they came in for a fish fry or something, and the rest is history. But I was going to MATC at the time. Yeah. Now it's the Madison College, studying computer programming. So actually, and Johnny was studying computer programming, or his oh, wife okay. was, or somebody was. Yeah, my wife first. Yeah. And so actually, when we st first started talking, it was all about computer programming and computers. We never even talked about jazz. <laughs> like he said, yeah, I'm a bass player, play jazz. I said, oh, that's interesting, you know? And we started talking about programming. <laughs> <laughs> we were stupid back then. Do you ever talk about programming now? Or? No. Okay. Good, I'd be worried. If you did, yeah, I know. You know, one of the things that, that I, I love the most about about Harris, this guy right here, Harris, yeah. you are. I don't know how else to say this other than you are. Uh, like every most musicians have some sort of bias. Uh, you you probably do too, but it, but we don't know about you it. You are the least bigoted musician I've ever met. I think you like all kinds of music. I mean, everybody there there are musical bigots in every style. Yeah. Right, but you just like well, everything. You know, it's a little bit unfair that. to use the word bigot. Why? <laughs> no, it's okay. That's the word I mean. Anybody going to help me with this? No. <laughs> Maybe it's a little strong, but. <laughs> no, the only reason I, I actually jazz is on the bottom of the list. I, I play jazz because you can make a lot of mistakes and people just think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they. They say, "Wow, you sound like Monk, man." They're yeah. all they're all laughing. <laughs> But you also, you had a stint, or do you still do it with the uh, Mallards? Play at the, at the Yeah, I play organ games? for the Mallards. Yep. Um, I've done it for five seasons, and 
That's actually my favorite gig. I love doing that. Yeah. That, that's just a blast. And that's our local baseball team in yeah. Madison, in, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can go from, oh, you don't, probably don't play much jazz at that gig. Actually, I do. Oh, do you really? Yeah. People I play everything. I play polka. I play. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I love about. polka. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what's up with you? We're all, we all do a lot of different groups. So you're, I like this. It's a superstar fantastico. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know what you would call that. A, loud. Yeah, loud rock yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah, a couple, of, a couple of members are, are out there tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Raise your hand. If you're, superstar Fantastico, who, who's in oh, the band? Oh, T-Bot is out there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's also in Digibot and about fifty other bands. <laughs> okay. Should we worry about them? Um, they're, they're, no, I think they're okay. Cool? They took okay. their medication. I think. Cool. All right. So, <laughs> I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? And play a song for us? Oh, yeah. 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 We're going to do a, a, a bebop tune for you. Bebop. Bebop. Very nice. All right.
I love your flourishes. There was one in particular in there. It was really cool. Was kind of you should see what he's wearing. Modern and floaty and yeah. really cool. Fantastico. What, what's the name of that tune? That's called Lang's Hang. Lens Hen? Lang. Lang's. It was oh, named Lang's, Lang's Hang. Lang's Hang. It was named after uh, Madison's famous piano player, yeah. Kurt Lang. Yeah, and this is, we talked about that before the show. Uh, we had our, our friend Lori Lang on the show uh, on the previous episode, and I was wondering oh, if that was related you know, to her at all. But if, you know, no. I could change it, you know. <laughs> that was, that was um, inspired by uh, Lori Lang. Yeah. I just lied. And it was really <laughs> Lang. We can tell when you're lying, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. And actually, the last episode, too, oh, we had Sally DeBrew, who's a great uh, local jazz singer on the show, and she was talking about singing uh, four-part harmony with her family in the back of several Pontiac station wagons. I noticed you mentioned a green Rambler American station wagon. Mm-hmm. You know, Those were pretty. They don't make them anymore. They made them yeah. in Racine, didn't they? The yeah. Ramblers? Yeah. The Rambler. And when I was up, I started playing professionally when I was about 14, but in New Jersey, you needed this permit to play in bars. So my old man, who was kind of connected, you know, uh, yeah. got me mean? this permit, and then he bought me this Rambler station wagon for my gear, you know. Yeah. And, and he liked it so much that he bought one for his liquor store to make the deliveries in. It was a really cool car. Wow. I remember, I, I, I don't quite remember, I was really young, but a red Rambler when yeah. I saw other pictures. But You know, for a second, I was, I was a... Channeling AMCs. Yeah. Well, they were. They were. It was an American Motors car. Rambler. It was. Oh, yeah. Rambler was okay. Yeah. I had a Rambler that I called Rambler Rose, and what was great, and it was a station wagon. What was, was great pink? about the Rambler station wagons was when you folded back down the back seats, it was totally flat. Yes. You could fit a twin mattress in there perfectly, which so it was really great to take like to the drive-in. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, they innovated that. That was the, the Rambler thing. That. That's what we got it for yeah. the equipment, you know. Really? Well, this something is back in 1966, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, so we started playing at 14, but you've been playing since you were a little kid, right? I mean, well, like, I grew up on the Jersey Shore, yeah. and there's a lot of um, resorts and you know bars and yeah. country clubs. There was a lot of gigs there. What's your fam? Before that, though, your family, everybody played. Everybody right? played in my yeah. family. And Trump- you were kicked out of the family if you didn't play at least two instruments. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you weren't allowed to be a member. So if you didn't want to be part of the family, you, that was easy, right? Then, just, yeah. 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 Just read or something. No, reading was frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, they didn't pay you for reading. You You're know. a kid. Here's a trumpet. You hey. played trumpet too, right? Do you, I, do you I was the first trumpet player in my high school band. Yeah, first seat. Do you, do you still play trumpet? No, trumpet's hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's painful. It hurts. You know. Yeah. Painful. I mean, trumpet's like an incredibly physically demanding instrument. Yeah. Piano's easy. You can be drunk, you can be <laughs> high, you know. Really? Good to know. Diverse, so you know. take note of that. Any kids listening, you know, there you go. There, that's a, My advice to kids is, you know, go to medical school. Don't become a musician. <laughs> I hope my son's listening. Strongly discourage it. <laughs> we were also talking about that before the show. Yeah. Um, you guys play together. Well, Harris, uh, if you're in the Madison area, Liliana's is a great uh, uh, restaurant, kind of New Orleans-style mm-hmm. restaurant on, in Fitchburg. And uh, Harris is there every Tuesday night, except for tonight. We had you. Yeah, they're really pissed about yeah. that, too, by the way. <laughs> we'll talk to them. We'll smooth the path. 
We know I need people. a note from you, an excuse. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Write, a, we'll write a note. A and, we, uh, we went in there last week and bought a beer and said, ha, ha, I get big thumbs up, you know. <laughs> so we tried to pave the way for you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. And uh, Johnny plays with, with, you guys play as a duo on Saturday nights here. I, I mean, yeah, at Liliana's. Yeah. There. Well, oh, Johnny's Santa Claus right now, so. Oh, that's right. That's on a hiatus. Yeah, it's that time of year I have to be Santa Claus. Chris Kringle, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm Chris Kringle in a play. I'm acting. I'm on yeah. the boards, as it were. <laughs> yeah, right. Down at the Armory Dinner Theater in Janesville, we're doing a play called, a musical called, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, which was written by the fellow that wrote um, Music Man, and it's uh, the Miracle on 34th Street set yeah. to music, and I am Chris Kringle. I am. The thing Santa is, Claus. he really is Santa Claus. So that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I never somehow. We never saw the picture and we were completely. <laughs> oh my God! He, is Santa he does. Claus. I never pictured Chris King Kringle with such a low voice. So you have the whole red outfit and everything. Oh yeah, the whole thing, yeah. the whole nine yards. It's Do great. You, but you don't get to play bass. No, I don't get to play oh. bass, and uh, I had played in the pit orchestra at that theater. Yeah. Um, and they kicked me out and made me get up on stage. <laughs> well, I gotta ask: um, Do we know if anyone has ever seen Santa Claus playing an instrument? He's. Is, are there any sightings? Not, not reputed to. Not reputed to. He's pretty busy, you know. Yeah. I would have thought like the smallest ukulele would be appropriate. Could, with that For, big bell. Or an upright yeah. bass. Yeah. Right. Those are pretty much the two. Yeah. Two I, instruments. I think he's a trombonist, really actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, you can write, if, you, if anybody has any inside knowledge about that, you can uh, uh, email Harris yeah. at harissimo.com. Right, Harris yeah. at harissimo.com. Yeah. He got a, maybe a couple tunes? Well, that? we got more time than that, but... A couple but tunes? Yeah. Another tune? Yeah. Okay. Uh, D. It'll slice in two We get going for that high 
the bathtub so she don't go down the drain. Is that right? Yeah, she's got pinstripe pajamas with one stripe. Oh, yeah, what happens when she takes a shower? She wears skis in the bathtub so she don't go down the drain. Hey, John, I used to have a fat girlfriend. She was so fat, the two cheeks of her ass were different zip codes. I love tenure love ballads like that. <laughs> yeah. You wrote that, did you? Oh, yeah. You're a bad boy. Uh, bad I'm boy. very naughty. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. It's a family it. show, you know, and yeah. it's, that's okay because it's... Uh, Skinny's cool. Skinny is totally cool. Skinny is the new something. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa, watch out. Careful. Yeah. So, well, Rick Becker is the usual drummer, right? Yeah. And Larry's with you tonight, Larry Brown. And what's your connection? How do you guys know each other? Larry is just like, he's a fantastic drummer. And, yeah, oh yeah. Um, he doesn't play, yeah. But I played with Larry in a band called The Kites, which is okay. sort of an indie rock band type thing. Yeah, so that was like pre-Superstar Fantastico. Yeah, that was the <laughs> precursor. Yeah. 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 And uh, so other basically bands we, met, we met through the Mallers. Through, yeah. through the Mallers, through the Mallers. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I just wanted to do a shout out to the Mallards because they're really they're a great organization and yeah. everybody should support them. And it's the national pastime, by the way. Sorry. That was supposed to be a impression. Duck, right. That was okay. horrible. <laughs> that was a horrible duck impression. Uh, lost. Uh, so the CD, 2007, but it's lost in my own little world. Great CD. It reminded well, you self-described uh, a little bit of um, um, uh, Vince? Vince Garaldi. Well, I thought it was interesting um, that you man. mentioned Vince yeah. during John Becker's set, Yeah. which was, by the way, that was fantastic, yeah. um, because I'm a big Vince Garaldi fan. And it's not like it, it you know, I set out the, the yeah. copy or imitate, but it seems like some of the um, emotions on the songs on that album kind of remind me of the mellow style of Vince Giraldi. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And kind of puts you in a place. It puts you in a place. A lot of the themes um, of those tunes are, are themes of childhood and innocence. And, um, man, I'm getting this, serious now. This last song is not on that album. Not like, 
No, the girl's too skinny is definitely not. Legs hang is on it. Okay. And the next song that we're going to do is on it. Okay. Also. Cool. So. And that's that's lost in my own little world. Where can people find that CD um, for purchase? You can find it. You can go to um, CD Baby. Okay. And uh, just type in my name, Harris Lemberg, and it it'll appear. Or you okay. can just Google my name, and it'll, it'll come up. And also, if you go to my webpage, harissimo.com, there's a link to see uh, the CD Baby. And you can yeah. buy the entire album, or um, you can download just individual MP3s. Yeah. And actually, I have all the cuts on my webpage, so you could just take it for free if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't really care. Another musical <laughs> genius has just arrived on Business the stage. Yeah. 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 Mr. Harris Lemberg. Yeah. And if you yeah. want any of my records, yeah. you'll have to use your Freedom of Information yeah. Act. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we all do that. I'm making fun yeah. of you, but we yeah. all do that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's Because yeah. I think you make like, it's like a fraction of a penny per digital download by by, by time you get a check. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I got my first, like, last month I got my first digital download check from um, from, from CD Baby, and yeah. it was $20.05. That's the threshold. Yeah. You know, you set a threshold, you say when it hits a certain point, then they cut you a check. And I set it for $20, yeah. they send me a check for $20. And five cents. Um, like, since four yeah. years? <laughs> four years? Yeah. So you can go on there and you can look at the yeah. reports and stuff yeah. and you can see that and it's like you know, 0.000016. Yeah. You know, it makes you wonder how did Michael Jackson get so far in debt? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because he was making so much money, as you can tell. Yeah. $20 in four years. What was yeah. those white gloves and the, you know. Yeah. 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 Santa wears white gloves. Well, you know. Oh. Yeah, but they're not usually sparkly and... And he's smart enough to wear two because it's cold out. But yeah. I don't wear white gloves because I had an uncle that used to wear white gloves. Yeah. What and happened? He's, he's dead. Oh, so oh okay. I, I don't want to no like not go with that yeah, trend. Yeah, yeah. 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 And look, and Michael Jackson's dead too. So. Right, exactly. Yeah. Don't, exactly. Kids don't, wear, yeah, don't yeah. wear white gloves. Looks like we have a question from the audience. Yes, sir. No, 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 it's no longer with us. What was it no, called? It was called Le Bistro we were talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 That's okay, it's fine. That His wife was restaurant. the accountant. Yeah. It was, it was good food, but the numbers <laughs> didn't work, so. <laughs> <laughs> Had nothing to do with your wife, either. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions for our contestants tonight? Oh, we love getting questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. What do, you, what do you got? What do you got first now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll put this. Can you see this okay? Sure. If you're just joining us, we're here with Harris Lumberg, Mr. John Whittacombe, and Larry Brown.
what? I'm glad you're giving this, we have this beautiful Steinway grand piano down here at the, uh, at the Brink Lounge, you know, the spiral staircase and the, and it's, it, yeah, it's just a gorgeous thing and the dancers are in the back. <clears throat> so you really ought to come down to a show if you're out there. Yeah. The fountains. Oh, the fountains, yeah. It's just, it really brings a tear <laughs> to my eye. It's incredible. Uh, Lost in My Own Little World was, that was, that song was on that. That's, that's the last piece on the album. Okay. And, um, a little bit of a story yeah. about it. Yeah? What's it's, the story? Well, the, the whole story when um, Lost in My Own Little World, when I was about two years old, yeah. um, and you're going to find this very hard to believe when I tell you this, <laughs> because I'm not exactly the most quiet person or soft-spoken person in the world, but oh, now. when I was a, a little kid, I fell off a porch at my grandma's house and landed on a smit sidewalk and busted my head open and Ooh. I stopped talking I didn't no. I didn't talk until I was about five and then I had a severe oh. speech impediment for several years okay. and um, I really literally lived in a world of my own yeah. because I'm not being able to communicate with people and when I was in first grade they said there's auditions for the choir. And I said, I want to audition. So the only person I would talk to is like my family, because yeah. I had such a bad speech impediment. And they said, you're nuts, you know. You oh, can't talk, a, how are you gonna sing? You that's know? a great thing for, you know, so directors to say It turned kids. out that um, I tried out, and I, had, I was able to sing. Sort of like Mel Tillis, you know, yeah, the yeah. stuttering, you know. And I had a, really, a pretty good voice, and so they put me in the choir and over the years, I went to speech therapy and got rid of the speech impediment. Yeah. You know, and, and so a lot of the songs on that CD are about being lost in your own little world. And that song that we just played is about um, a time in your childhood when you're between childhood and having become an adult mm -hmm. and not wanting to leave the world of being a child behind. Yeah. And it's about having a friend who's moving away to a different town. Their parents are moving away. And um, the name of the song is Please Remember Me. And it's just about asking the oh, friend yeah. to remember their friendship. And that yeah. because someday they're going to meet again and try yeah. to remember what you look like. And yeah. So you can meet again. And some of the early, early sorrow, you know, you know, kids, fortunately, most kids at that age haven't had to deal with death. Yes. A lot, yeah. but the first thing is, yeah, growing up and then getting away from, or friends going away from friends and that, that kind of loss, but yeah. I well, think it's something everybody's happened to everybody, you know, you yeah. have a really good friend and then, then, then you have to move away. Yeah. Did you, were you uh, uh, very surprised yourself when you auditioned for the choir and, and found that, like, wow, I can, I can communicate this way, I can sing, I can do this, or did you know that going in? Well, my, my father had a really beautiful tenor voice, and I would imitate him yeah. by myself, like I'd be in my bedroom hanging out. So I knew I could do it, because I would just yeah. pretend I was him, like I would impersonate him. So I was very confident that I could do it. Was this the same period where, uh, I was reading on your website about this, but about playing piano at an early age, 
uh, and sort of in, in improvising, kind of teaching yourself a little bit or, or teaching yourself from chord changes, was that about the same time when you were kind of fitting into the family family music making? Yeah, it when was. When you weren't actually talking very much? Yeah, it was. Because I started taking piano lessons very um, early. And yeah. I started with classical, but um, when I was about six years old, I started taking pop lessons <coughs> and learning cool. how to play from a fake book. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, w I wish more, more uh, young students did that. That's, oh, yeah. <coughs> you know, yeah. not realizing, maybe they don't realize that, uh, that like, so much of what we do as professional musicians <coughs> doesn't have to do with reading actual notes on a page. I mean, that's a great skill. But, it, yeah, yeah, how much of it is actually faking it? Yeah. I'm a really uh, good finger. <laughs> Faking it or winging it, or as we like yeah. to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, well, no, neither one really implies knowing what you're doing. But, <laughs> but, we, but you do know what you're doing. I mean, it, uh, music is a language, and uh, we learn that language, and then we're able to communicate with each other, right? Whether you know it's written down or not. Whether we understand everything. It was in Monmouth County. It was real close to um, Asbury Park. <clears throat> Yeah, and actually, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, <clears throat> we went to different high schools together. Yeah. All right. He's my age. Where <clears throat> he was. He <coughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming out, Brian. Bruce Springsteen uh, grew up in Freehold, New Jersey, which was the county seat of Monmouth County. Yeah. Which is about about thirty miles away from where I grew up. So he was in a band called the Cavaliers, and we used to play the same teenage. They used to have little teen clubs, you know, yeah. where they would hire bands. Yeah, I played piano and Farfisa organ and. <laughs> Farfisa. Farfisa. Yeah, I had a Farfisa organ. <clears throat> I had a Waltzer piano, one of the. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> the Whirly. Now everybody wants those. Don't you kick yourself? Probably you had a, a, bunch, a dozen instruments that now would be worth like thousands exactly. of dollars. Yeah, I, I would like give them away, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm kicking myself. We, just, we yeah. still do that. <laughs> so don't call us because yeah. we're, we're done. We're we done already gave them away. Yeah. <laughs>
gent was one meatball, one meatball, one meatball. You get no bread with one meatball. Was it a spicy meatball? It was a good meatball. Oh, yeah. You better hope so, since you got nothing else. We like it a spicy meatball. Uh.
Slam Stewart. <laughs> I know you weren't playing and singing at the oh, same no. time. But so, who's some of your influences? I know a couple. But well, um, I, 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 my biggest influence was a fellow by the name of Truck Parham, oh, yeah. who was a yeah. prize fighter, and he played with um, Earl Hines in the 30s and Jimmy Lunsford in the 40s and Muggsy Spanier in the 50s and Art Hodes in the 60s and started teaching me in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you go from being a prize fighter to actually playing an instrument? Well, because he you're was, kind of banging your tools together in, all the time. He was in Ohio, and um, the Basie band on their first trip east was there, and he was prize fighting. And they, the actual leader of the band at that time was Walter Page, and they hired him as a bodyguard for Walter, because Walter had a reputation of needing a bodyguard. Uh, and he had all the money. Um, so then he learned to play from Walter. Okay. Oh. That's, that's a really yeah. interesting, different way to go about becoming a bass player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did he ever get to play with that band? He probably. No, oh, yeah. he, he joined Zach White and okay. Zach White's band Yeah. in Ohio. And actually he joined as a singer. And then the bass player didn't show up for the radio show. And they gave him the bass, <coughs> and he became the bass player. Yeah. So, so there's a case in point for you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. Yeah. <laughs> At I all walk. times. Because yeah. when it happens, it happens. Yeah. Just like we were saying, it's all about faking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid, can you play bass? Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. Sure, mister. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bass? Yeah, I'll play that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we play one with you? Well, actually, I would play that one with you. We, we got time for a couple more. Do a yeah. couple, couple in a row here? Yeah. All right. Y'all want to hear a couple more? Yeah. 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 That's what I paid you for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you you got to play the squeeze box? Sure, sure.
Thank you. That's very pretty. Thank you. That was, what's the name of that? That's called Papa Bashigaloop. <laughs> I knew what the name was, but I wanted you to say it. <laughs> Can you say it one more time? Bachigaloop. Or Bacigaloup. sometimes they say Bachigaloopy. But I prefer the Bachigaloop. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if you remember the Abbott and Costello TV shows. Not personally, but. Yeah. <laughs> it was on like in the 1830s or something like that. Just before the war, right? Just before TV. Well, he was a character that he worked in a carnival, and he was kind of like a... It's hard to describe. He used to sell, like, uh, candy and stuff. He had, like, this thing, this box around his n neck. And oh, kind of like cigarette girls? Like a cigarette yeah. girl. But okay. Yeah, and he was, but like, one of the characters. Okay. Mr. Bachigaloop. Okay, and yeah. this was just on the show? Was it, it was on the show, but my, mo my mom used to tell stories about little Bachigaloop. She told these stories that she made up. Because yeah. when she, she was a school teacher, and when she was student teaching, she used to tell this story about this one kid in Violin, New Jersey, where she taught school. Yeah. And their last name was Bachigaloop. And she just thought that was like a really funny name. <laughs> Italians have, like, there's some really funny names in New Jersey of Italian people, like... Like Bachigaloop. Like Bachigaloop. <laughs> like we're going to yeah. get way in trouble, but does it really matter? Because <coughs> no. we're here in Wisconsin. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. we're safe. Yeah, we're safe we're here. Safe. The we're Norwegians, those don't make any Norwegian Oh, no, jokes. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got Lake Michigan. <laughs> the Norwegian mafia will get us. Well, we, we have time for one more, so actually, whatever you'd like to do, okay. your choice. We're going to do a tune called Dark Tango. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not really a tango, but I like to but call it, it a tango. Yeah. yeah, it is dark. Yeah. It's more like a polka. Right? No, I'm. <laughs> it's unfortunate because uh, Chris told me that we're not allowed to do any copyrighted tunes. They have to be all original. I, I want to do my polka version. I have a polka arrangement of Prince's uh, Purple Rain, which is really quite fantastic. But I know Prince would like, like totally blew up fuse because, you know, he doesn't even like the internet and stuff like that. So. <laughs> I'm probably going to get sued now just for saying his name. Oh, probably, you know? yeah. yeah. but that's Say okay. it again. I don't have any money anymore. Well, it's okay. Prince. It doesn't have Prince. a name anymore. Remember? Oh, that's right. right, right. So the artist formerly known as Prince. They, they, no, I just blew it. So. Oh.
Thank you. Mr. Harris Lemberg, you can go to harissimo.com, H-A-R-R-I-S-S-I-M-O.com, harissimo.com, Mr. Harris Lemberg, Johnny Whittacombe back here on the bass guitar, also plays with Piper Road Spring Band. What was that website? Piper Road.com. Piper, Piper with, road. Two with two R's. With two R's. Piper At the end of Piper. Mr. Larry Brown on the drums. When you're in the Madison area, please check these guys out. They're playing all over the place. Liliana's in Fitchburg fairly regularly, etc. Thank you all for coming down tonight. Mr. Andy LaValle behind the mixing console and our podcast producer, Mr. Andy Wendorf, our audio engineer. Thanks to WORT Back Porch Radio 89.9 and WORT HD. And thanks to the audience for your questions. Yep. We really... We really love having that participation. Thank and you. And thanks to the uh, Brink Lounge here, 701 East Washington Avenue. Good night. <laughs>